Hello, and welcome back to the Panther Pit. I'm Riley Stapleton here with John Webb. You ready for winter break? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty pretty excited. Get out of here for a good week. What about you? I'm as ready as I can be. So, uh, <laughs> But we got one more podcast for you before the break. We're going to be talking about the... We're wrapping up winter sports, spring sports starting up. And uh, we're going to start with wrestling, as we had a pretty good turnout at State. Absolutely exciting, exciting weekend for wrestling. Junior Ian Darling, one of our main guys, got third in state, which is really impressive. And then there's two others, I believe. Yeah, Colin Kessler with fourth and Matthew Windon is sixth. And I believe they're both sophomores. Wow. So, can we say it enough? Yeah, we can. We're young. (laughs) Youth, key. All right, swim, next thing. Girls, uh, third in the state. Third in the state, guys, ninth in the state. Won our region for 17th in a row, I yeah, believe. Yeah, it's only like the 49th year. <laughs> 17 in a row is very impressive. So, dominant swim team. Pretty good performance at state. I'm sure the guys would have liked to hop up mm-hmm. a little bit, but you can't complain. And. Yeah, that's huge in Director's Cup standings, too. Massive. That definitely gives us a big boost. In the in the all around category, mm-hmm. um, we'll get to directors' cup in a little bit, but uh, <clears throat> now we got we got the big one, basketball. A crazy tournament. I was there for nearly every game, and sadly, starting with the girls, came in fourth in the region, played the five seed, fifth seed in Morrow. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, we were two and zero against Morrow in the regular season. They came here and beat us on our home floor. It was, you know, we just didn't look like we came to play. That's just a, that's a frustrating game. I mean, you can kind of put into perspective how Griffin would feel when they fell to us in the, mm-hmm. in the semifinals of our the boys' yeah. tournament. They came in here, beat us, beat us at their home court, and we took them out when it mattered. That's all. That's what it all is. That's you know, important. you got to do it when it matters. I was at that Morrow game in the first round, and... You know, we fell behind early. We were kind of trailing for a lot. We had a really good fourth quarter, came back, and uh, we were down by three with mm-hmm. one last shot. And we had a girl go down the court and pull up a mid-range jumper at the buzzer and make it, and we lost by one. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't take the three, but, you know, what hurt the most is that she made it. And now you're thinking, you know, if she takes one step back, we're going to overtime. That's frustrating, but... No, no state playoffs. Not a bad season overall. A little bit of a drop off last year. We were 15 and 10. This year, 12 and 13. But we got two starting youth. freshmen. Youth, youth. yet again. <laughs> just continue to preach, this but it's the truth. Good Stars future Mills. for Stars Mill Sports. Absolutely. Um, now the boys was interesting. You know, a big improvement from last year. We uh, were up to second in the region going into the tournament. We played a. Uh, Tomorrow in the first round, I believe, on the boys' side, too. That's right. It was close for a little bit. We kind of pulled away. Uh, 58-49, final score line. Pretty good win. Not not too close. Pretty comfortable. Morrow's a very athletic team, so mm-hmm. it really was it, it was kind of a good game for us to start off on because we're not going to be playing a team <clears throat> who's going to be hitting a bunch of shots in our face or anything. Nothing that you – so basically we could stop them if mm-hmm. we played well, and that's exactly what we did. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was just a good game all around. One thing that was shocking to me was Griffin 
came here and beat McIntosh, who was third in the region. That's right. And uh, I saw the end of that game. It was crazy. McIntosh had two threes at the end to try, wide open, or to tie. Uh, one of them was wide open. The guy missed it, got his own rebound, kicked it out to the corner. And uh, a Griffin player, I don't know the name, came over and swatted the final Number attempt. 14, I believe. Yeah, 14. He was 54 in the regular season. I don't. That's odd. He changed numbers. I thought they changed uniforms, too. I don't know. Griffin went through a lot of change after uh, January 1st because that's, that's when their right. two top players became eligible. One of them is, like, 10 feet tall. <laughs> I believe he's 7'1". But, uh, and that's one thing I want to talk about. And we move into the next round. Griffin, as we said, beat McIntosh, and then they came here. And, like you mentioned, they were 2-0 in the regular season right. against us. They came here, you know, early January and kind of just – like it wasn't even close. I was there. Sloppy game all around. Mm-hmm. It was not not a good game. And then we went to Griffin last game of the year. I wasn't there for that one, but we fell fifty three to fifty. And you know, I think I might say Griffin might be the most athletic team in the region. Maybe Fayette County. Maybe Griffin. Griffin's a very athletic team, like Morrow. Absolutely. You know, I think almost everyone on their roster can dunk. I mean, speaking of number 14 slash 54, he's the, he's the player who got the huge block at the end of the game, also known for dunking over Cole Gunther, I believe, uh, in the previous game against McIntosh. So, I mean, crazy, crazy athletic team. That's really where we saw our struggles come up against them. But we didn't see many come up when we played oh, them in the was- tournament. Blowout. I believe we won by 28. Two points off of 30. That's right. It was 68 to 45. Blowout. It was not. I believe we started the game 12 nothing. We put 12 on the board before Griffin got that donut off the board, and it was it was just right off the jump. We just came out with a lot more energy. One thing I talked to Hutchins about a while ago, and Zach said this, and I believe we mentioned it in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. They thought they felt a lack of energy within the team, but energy was all there <laughs> against Griffin. Came out, got a 28-point win, and that 14-54, whoever he is for Griffin, attempted a reverse alley-oop dunk, almost got it. Wow. And that was at a point where Griffin was kind of starting to cut the lead down, so that could have been a huge momentum changer, but missing that dunk was huge, and we closed him out. And one thing I want to talk about is Nate Allison, you know, playing that 7-1 big man, because mm-hmm. he probably out-rebounded him, and, I mean, he really had no effect on the game might have had somewhere around five points and two or three rebounds. We completely took him out, which was huge. I mean, that guy's really that team's X factor because not many people can stop a seven-foot player, obviously. Especially at high school. (laughs) Seven foot's just huge. But luckily, we figured it out when it mattered. And Nate just played a physical game. He just really put a body on on the big guy, and he's probably not very used to guys standing up to him like that yeah we i could tell nate was i mean he would front him on defense but as soon as the Mm -hmm. shot got up nate turned around he was boxing him out and you know it was nate it was drew it was chase sands you know all of them we were fronting him i believe even nick carley came over and fronted him for a couple possessions and they couldn't get it into him i mean everyone we just had the right strategy great coaching it was speaking of nick carley 16 points in this game shooting on 63 percent shooting so i mean we have he had four, a good game. four starters. Four of our five starters were in double figures in scoring this game. Kind of tells you how the game went, really. Oh, yeah. It was a great game. And then, uh, 
I don't believe, or actually Fayette County Riverdale was a very, that's who was playing on the other side. Uh, I believe Riverdale beat Whitewater and then came and played Fayette County. And Fayette County kind of had a lead for most of the game. And then mm-hmm. right after, it was either the start of the third quarter or start of the fourth quarter, Riverdale's point guard came out and made three or four straight threes. Riverdale was all of a sudden in the game. It got, I think he got as close as three points maybe. Wow. And right there at the end, there was just uh, a lot of turnovers from Riverdale. Fayette County put on their press. I believe there was three steals, three dunks. Fayette County got another 10-point lead, and that was it. But Riverdale made it interesting. And uh, I don't know who won the third-place game between Griffin and Riverdale. I have no idea. I imagine it was a good game. Uh, kind of different teams. I believe Riverdale was... They had some shooters, and I don't know if Griffin had too many great shooters. Griffin definitely didn't stand out to me as a shooting team. No, but they are very athletic, especially vertically. (laughs) But region championship game, game of the year at this point. Game of just, like, it was... Fayette County, I believe, is a top ten team in the state for our 5A. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was there... When we went to Fayette County, we competed for one quarter, ended up suffering an 18-point loss. But I wasn't here for the one that was here when we upset Fayette County and beat them by double digits. But uh, that sure set up a great region championship. It Absolutely. Was incredible. That was probably the craziest game I've ever been to with such a such a title on the line, especially for a school like Sarge Moe, who really hasn't seen much success in basketball as of late, really throughout our entire school time. Yeah, but, Hutchins told me it's been four years since we've seen the state playoffs. Wow. So, I mean, that really tells you how special this team so this is. This is a whole new class of players. So yeah. no one who's ever who's been in this school has ever been in the state playoffs for basketball? I don't think anyone on this team has wow. been on a playoff team. That's wild. But, anyways, 18 points out of Nate in that game. I mean, he had Noah Gurley, which is... He was playing on their uh, senior <clears throat> number four. Huge, unstoppable Six, seven, player, Noah really. Gurley. I believe he's going to Division One. Oh, absolutely. I, Furman I or Wofford? I heard Furman, Furman sounds right to me. I heard Furman. But I believe Nate actually got him to foul out. Eventually, I think in overtime, Nate fouled out himself, but we took him out for the fourth quarter. Huge. Nate, I mean, as a sophomore, just playing these great players as good as he is is incredible. But, I mean, we, Stars Mill, had the lead at the end of the first quarter, lead at the end of the second, lead at the end of the third, tied at the end of the fourth. Fayette County came right back there at the end and forced an overtime, and it was kind of inexcusable. Absolutely. We, we, Zach, I believe Zach made some free throws with Zach six seconds left. made an and one layup. Oh, yeah, I I've, remember. And Craziest layup. Sitting over in the student section during that was just a crazy was, experience. Everyone was falling over. Craziest down by thing one, ever. Zach took it himself. Hits the and one layup. Knocks down the free throw. Hurts his foot, Oh, yeah, I he believe. was limping. And so we take a timeout, then he... Drills the uh, free throw free throw to make it the three point play, and we're up by two. We were up by we are, two. Yes, we were up by six two. seconds. And they are inbounding the ball at our goal. Length of the court. They Bay County makes a layup. 
somehow managed to make it took off nearly uncontested layup in six seconds, full court. I didn't see much defense. Frustrating play to watch. I think it was kind of still, everyone was like, we have the two-point lead with six seconds left. Are we really going to do this? Kind of shocked, and you turn around, and all of a sudden the guy's making a layup at the buzzer, and it was was crazy. And then overtime, Zach had the three at the end of win, hit off the front of the rim. Wasn't a good shot. Turnover. We had one more possession, and Zach turned it over, like lost control of the ball or something. I believe that's what happened. I don't remember that. But I remember late in the fourth quarter, one of the things that kept us into it is when Zach, he had cramps in his legs, Mm -hmm. and sophomore Julian Lynch came in, and I'm pretty sure he got a steal, got an assist, had a couple nice layups. So him filling in for Zach, you know, was a sophomore. He's such an athletic (laughs) player. He's a lot like the number 14 for um, Griffin. Oh, yeah. You see him out there, and he's just a pure athlete who's just got flies down the court, then he gets to the rim and he has this soft touch just laid mm-hmm. right in. I mean, he's got all player. sorts of potential. He, he and a few other of these sophomores are I really mean, something as we to mentioned, look at. Last, uh, our last podcast, our freshman team was 12-3. and three. Right. So, uh, guess what? Youth. <laughs> Same trend, surprise, surprise. somehow. Um, I don't... Uh, basketball, this Saturday, Harris County, coming here to the Panther Pit. Round one of the state playoffs, so even bigger games than those regional players. And that was another thing on the line. We would have had the next round would be here, too, if we had won that game against Fayette. But we got first round here, Harris County. I believe their regular season record was 9-17, and 6-2 and two in their region. I believe they had a smaller region. Yeah, I believe the region and was definitely I weaker. believe it's the same region we've been matching up with throughout most of our sports with veterans and Arabia Mountain. Okay. I believe it's that same, you know, our region matched up with theirs again. I believe they're region one, I want to say, and we're three. Talking to some of the players on, on our team, I don't want to say we feel like we're going to win this game, but we're definitely going into it with a fair deal of confidence, mm-hmm. and we're going we're gonna to go into it prepared for sure. They've been working hard this week. I've heard a f- couple complaints out of them about how tired they are. They've been working so hard, but I'm sure it'll pay off this weekend. Going into the game. But those practices definitely will, hopefully we'll see them pay off this weekend against Harris and County. I know when you just watch this, you know, this team is very determined. You know, right. they, it's been four years since this team, this school has been to the state playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're not ready to give it up in the first round. No. They're going to play every game like it's their last because it could be. I mean, going up, you saw it all in the Fayette game. You saw all you need to see. I mean, we got all the heart we need to have. and you know, We've Coach, even got the talent we Coach need. Hutchins just said he was proud because That's, they played an incredible game. There's really not a better, better way to put it. Because, I mean, Fayette County is a team that could like, they're one of the top teams looking at that could win state. And so when you compete with them like that, after you beat them by 10, you know, mm-hmm. this team, they, they deserve to have that high confidence. You don't want to get too confident, but they know that they're, they're a good team. Absolutely. As, as excellent as our talent is, our youth is, and coaching, all that, as good as it all is combined, I mean, we don't have players like Fayette. So when we go in and compete against teams like that and beat them once in the season, almost pull off two out of three games. It's just, I mean, it gives you a lot of hope and excitement for Sarge Milk. 
I mean, and these three seniors, Chase Sands, Nick Carly, Kyle Everett, I know they're not ready for their Stars Mill basketball career to be over. They don't want it to be over in this first round. They're ready to make a run for it. I believe Chase is a junior, just to make sure people aren't... Are you think, sure? I'm positive. Are you, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he's a junior. Anyways, so, tough loss. Big game coming up this weekend, Saturday. And after that... If we win round two, obviously we don't know who it's going to be against yet, but hopefully it will not be at home, but hopefully we can continue on through round one and two. Yeah, very, I mean, just huge improvements. And, I mean, when you have huge improvements along with being so young. It's really just only better basketball to be played out of our team, I hopefully. Chase Sands is a junior. Wow, I really thought we had three seniors this year. <laughs> Been wrong all year. Okay, Anyways. We're going to jump over into baseball. There you go. Not too much to say. Pike County on February 21st at 5.55 at Pike County. Right, correct. I know one thing that our coaches have, that they like are changing, is they want to play some better competition. So there's some harder teams. I believe we're going to Tennessee point again. I believe we did last year. So, you know, we're trying to play some harder teams. February 21st, 555 at Pike County. Um, lacrosse. Girls, I believe their first game is it Northgate on February 28th. They've played a few. This is the first area game. First area game. There we go. Which is region. I for suspect it's... They, the same thing as region. But then again, it's the completely different teams. I can't pronounce right. any of them. So, <laughs> Yeah, they play Northgate at Northgate on February 28th. The guys played Northgate last night, 20-3 to victory. Beat down. I mean, Coach Schmitty said last year, you know, not going, you know, losing the first round of the playoffs to the same team that eliminated them in the second year, of the year, second round the year before, he was disappointed. And he said this year he's ready for a state championship. So opening the year with a 20-3 to win is pretty big. And Coach Schmitty was very, uh, if you could use one word, I would say determined mm -hmm. to not repeat uh, going out in the first round again. And he's been working this team real hard, but I think we've got a pretty special team in lacrosse this year, as well as baseball. Our baseball team's got a little, they're one of the few teams who I wouldn't say we have like a lot of youth, but that's also exciting because they might be able to make it deeper on the playoffs this year. It's too early to say, but we got a lot to look at in baseball mm -hmm. this year. And these are all big, as we're going to jump into Director's Cup right here before we wrap this up. These are all big because um, right now we're first overall. Right. Uh, Buford is, we're still over 100 above Buford. We're sitting at first, 661. Buford's in second with 513 points. So and we've got a... We're first Safe through overall boys, girls. We're at the top of everyone. Buford's second in girls, but they're fifth in boys. So uh, Whitewater's in third, Union Grove fourth, McIntosh five, rounding out the top five. But, you know, we have a 200-plus point lead on the team in third place. So uh, Director's Cup, looking for that free P. We just got to keep Buford off of our heels. But uh, that's all we have today. Remember to come out and support your Panthers. Guys basketball Saturday, 6 o'clock, I believe, Harris County. I will be covering a story. You can see that around mid next week on the prowlernews.org. 
That would uh, be in the pit. Mm-hmm. That's key. Here, home game. We're 8-2 and two at home. Baseball, February 21st, 555 at Pike County. Girls, February 28th at Northgate. Guys, tomorrow at Noonan. Come out and support your Panthers. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.